So this lockdown has brought out some funny sides to to all of us. And I think there's been some trends that we've seen online of everybody kind of doing the same things. Definitely. Like banana bread. But so many people started making banana bread. Right. Is it, is it even that good for, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it is pretty good, but like, yeah, everybody, everybody just made banana bread. And, and sourdough bread. Yeah. Did you make sourdough? No, I didn't I, make sourdough. I made sourdough. I'm not going to keep dough in a jar for a month. That's gross. Do you know, you literally keep it flour and water in a jar until it ferments and it basically you like control the rotting process. Great. There you go. Control and then you mix the it. rotting process. <laughs> that is all you need to know. Yeah. Um, and shaving your hair at home, cutting your hair, yeah, cutting, cutting your, your hair. hair. Yeah. Did that you happens. do that? Yeah. Twice. Twice. Well, or, or. So you didn't commit the first Jemima time. Jemima cut my hair. I didn't cut my hair. Oh no. Yes, I did. I, <laughs> I, I got so desperate that like, it was like super late. I cut it as much as I could myself. And then Jemima came around the next day to like neaten it up. And she, <laughs> and she was just like, what have you done? I can't, what can I do with this? Yeah, I cut. Was, well, I shaved my hair and then later on it was like growing back like a like a bottle brush basically. <laughs> and then Rachel put a, a headband around my head and then shaved everything below it. So I had like <laughs> this line and then tried to like fade it in and it was um Wow. And then one of my friends' mums cut my hair as well. Great. It was it was pretty devastating. I grew a moustache. Yeah, you did. I had a moustache for a bit. The the flavour saver. The soup strainer. It's <laughs> <That is> disgusting. <laughs> that is gross. How did you find eating like peanut butter on toast? Oh, you just can't. Yeah. It is, it is limiting. It yeah. is limiting. It is limiting. New hobby. Did you start any new hobbies? I start, uh, I, I got back into an old hobby, which was mountain biking. Yeah. did loads nice. of mountain biking, um, like jump biking and over at Chick Sands, which is near us in Luton, nice. uh, which was wicked. Yeah. Um, I picked up an old hobby as well, one from that I hadn't done for years and years, which was pottery. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so got a bunch of clay, turned our second bedroom into like a bit of a pottery no space. Yeah, yeah. It was good fun. Wow. Have you uh, got a wheel? One of those spinny wheels? No, didn't get the wheel. Oh, sure. Just, uh, just hand building is what you call it. Hand building. Nice. It's a sophisticated way of you just smush it into yeah. the shape. Into a rough shape and then, and then dry it, it fun, yeah. and then bin it. Essentially, it's in the garage. There's a whole yeah. box of plates and bowls and really? things that I've made. Yeah. It's just in the garage. Toilet paper. Did you have an abundance of toilet paper? I, you know, what? we were actually okay. So one day I ran out of toilet paper. Oh dear. And um, I went to the like corner shop mm. and I walked in. Well, first I went to the Sainsbury's and they had none. Then I went to the corner shop and there was a really lovely lady working there. And I was like, do you have any toilet paper? And she was like, no, I don't have any toilet paper. And I think the look on my f face when she said she doesn't have was <laughs> she had like just so much sympathy because she had a secret stash of toilet paper under the counter. Oh, really? And so she was like, when people are really desperate, I'm willing to sell them just like one roll. And you were on your way out, way out and she was like, hold on, young sir. Yeah. I've got something for you. Yeah. She was actually a royal, like just like the, how you sounded. She was yeah, actually yeah, the yeah. queen. And she said- Hold on, young fellow. Young fellow, <laughs> I have some charity for you. Uh, well, it wasn't charity. I had to pay one quid for one roll of a toilet paper. A quid for a roll? Yeah, well, I mean, Crikey. strike while the iron's hot. I was in Asda, right? I was shopping in Asda, and you would go to the um, the, the toilet roll aisle, and yeah. it'd be empty. 
but employees of Asda had hidden packs of toilet roll around the shop. Yeah. So you would go to like whatever the the cereal aisle, and there would be cocoa pops, Cheerios, toilet roll, like in and amongst the other. Yeah, things. yeah. Like hit, like hit, dotted about. That's so clever. I know. Some people are buying. I thought that was pretty. Cl- yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I get maybe it means that everyone's not bombarding one place in the store or something. But. Yeah, that is. So anyway, a little bit of a late intro. My name's Ruben. And my name is Matt. And this is the Thrive Podcast. And welcome. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about positivity and all yeah. the positive things that came out of lockdown. Because yeah. even though it was such a largely a negative thing, I mean, people died, people got really sick, largely a negative thing. Yeah. It's still important to just take a moment and think of positive things that have come out from it. Because positivity just... Practicing positivity and gratitude. So science actually shows, like studies have shown that it increases your lifespan. Like really? To be positivity positive. increases your lifespan. Oh, wow. Because it also builds your immune system because it counters the effects of stress and stress oh, damages yeah. the immune system. Yeah, nice, brilliant. Yeah. Wow. And so it lowers depression, it lowers distress and anxiety. And you know what else? It promotes better hair growth interesting so if i start going a bit thin on the top receding hairline and all that practice positivity my hair will grow back my hair will grow back (laughs) no so positivity is really important and there's a lot we can learn from this lockdown actually um and it's also been really good for the environment actually hasn't it massively so i was doing a little bit of research on this because yeah everyone was stuck inside Planes weren't going, cars weren't driving. So in Venice, in Italy, the water quality basically got like so much better because mm. normally there's loads of boats swimming about and kicking up all that sort of, I don't know, dust and dirt in the water. But because that wasn't happening, it went like super clear, super nice. China had 25, a 25% reduction in their CO2. That's which insane. Is huge. Yeah. The, the fish supply in the ocean increased because we weren't ripping all the fish out of the ocean. Yeah. Um, carbon emissions were down in uh, compared to last year by 7% globally. So yeah. around the whole planet, we were we were giving off like 7% less carbon, yeah. em- carbon emissions, which is like huge. When you think about seven, right? Seven billion people in the world. Yeah. Seven percent of seven billion, yeah, is a lot, a lot, right? That's crazy. It's basically what I read was it was as if India completely stopped using any power. Mm. Yeah, it's like the equivalent, isn't it? Of yeah, if the whole of India, which has a billion people in it, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know actually. Or knit, is that right? It has a lot. It has a lot of people. Let me fact check that. Um, yeah, it's as if they stopped using any mm-hmm. power and. So that, that was massive for the environment. I mean, we're not on, on a great track at the moment with the environment no. <laughs> and global warming, but this has been just really, really positive. And for myself, another positive has been spending time with my family. So my family lives in another country, but I've actually been able to, to chat to them a little bit, much yeah. more than I would normally because everybody's at home. And so we made we did Zoom calls and we, and we chatted with each other. Yeah, And I think it also... One of my one of my mates had a baby during lockdown. Oh wow, gosh! And that must have been tough. That must have been pretty. Yeah, and I asked him like, "Was it really hard?" And he and he said, "Yeah, it was tough." But he said he was so thankful that he could spend time 
with his in his family and just be at home and not wow. have to work. And I think that was really special for some people. Obviously, like some people didn't have this, but for some people, just spending time with their families, which they wouldn't normally have done. Yeah, yeah, that's that is pretty. That's pretty incredible, really. I we were having two Zoom calls a week with my family. Every Thursday, we'd have dinner. We'd have dinner together, which was quite nice. Yeah, definitely. Like there's there has definitely been some positivities. I reckon I've been healthier than I ever have before, or I'm doing more exercise than I did before. Yeah, because. Well, or at least during lockdown, because I was just riding. I was just riding mm. like three or four times a week. And everyone was really aware of it, weren't they? They were like, yeah. make sure that you stay active. And I think there's a lot of those kinds of lessons that we can learn from lockdown and we can continue to apply them to our lives. So now we're going to hear from some local young people about the positives that they've experienced from this pandemic. It was, it was just an experience on a whole because obviously in my lifetime I've never been locked down like that and I think it was an experience for me personally because I think I grew a lot as a person over lockdown like mm. that it sounds really cheesy but that time that I just had literally by myself because I couldn't see anybody um it just really gave me a chance to grow as a person and I'm like even though I missed six months of school I'm quite grateful for that because I've grown as a person I think Obviously not for all of us, but partly me, I've grew a bond with my family a lot more. Because I used to just go home, have dinner, and then I'm going out straight back out until like nine o'clock. So it was like till four, till nine, I wasn't really. And then my little sisters and brother would be in bed. And then I'd be like, I'm too tired now, I'm going to bed. Like I've got school in the morning sort of thing. So I think it's helped me realise what actually goes on in my other siblings' life. All right, so we are joined in the studio today by a very, very special guest, the one and only David Walford. Hello. Nice Is that how you pronounce your surname? Wal- Walford. Walford. Yeah. Like, like the place in EastEnders. I, I don't know what that oh, is. That's but it. David Walford in the studio with us today. Welcome, David. If you have been around Youthscape before and you come to drop in, you'll know who he is. But for those who don't know you, David, can you just give us a little intro about yourself yeah a lot of people come to youthscape and um don't always remember my name so if you have been to youthscape i'm the one with curly hair and glasses um but you also might have seen me if i go if you if you go to school in luton i go to a bunch of different schools and do a bunch of different stuff i'm part of the team here at youthscape and try and do lots of cool different like art installations throughout Mm. schools in luton brilliant so we have been chatting today about some of the positives of this pandemic it feels a bit weird to say the word positive and pandemic in the same sentence but mm. what has been for you some of the positives in your own life it's a great question because i feel like often like the news and media in general tries to make it like a, such a horrible thing but like you guys mentioned earlier there's a, there's a few things you can look to and realize that actually is quite good one of them for sure is just like a bit of a slower pace of life like everyone's mm. been forced to not do as much right mm. like everyone's stuck in their houses or not able to hang out with their mates in the same way. So that's been one thing of just like, just enjoying, like having a bit, I was kind of the person who used to fill the diary quite busily mm. and was getting a bit like tired and stressed from that, I think. So didn't quite realise it until you stop and take a step back and pause. So that's one thing that I found really helpful. Another thing was just like hanging out with some of my old schoolmates. Like I've, it's been a while since I was in school. And so me and my schoolmates um, are spread out across the country 
and we didn't we only used to see each other like twice a year in person and never really thought to do anything online before like that was never really a consideration whereas we've been able to hang out a bunch and do lots of different like like play games together or like do quizzes or like even play like ps4 together and things like that which we hadn't done previously so mm. that's been really cool to make almost see them more than i would do normally which has been really nice yeah that's really good yeah i feel like a, so many relationships have been made stronger i mean some relationships have not been made stronger from this but like yeah i've been speaking to my family more loads of people have been getting in touch with people that they kind of haven't spoken to in ages and what do you think about the the world in general and society what positives do you see yeah well i think some people touched on it earlier but the idea that the world seems a little bit greener right like you can yeah. hear birds singing if the, the air feels fresh it feels like when you use like like start opening your like curtains in a musical or something like the sun's <laughs> shining through like the world just seems a little bit nicer at the moment and people are trying to be more considerate to each other and a bit kinder and we're looking out for people we wouldn't do otherwise like on our street or like um neighbors or um older people in our family or people we know like we're, we're dropping shopping around for them so i think people are generally being a bit nicer which is mm. sad to say surprising um, <laughs> which is really cool and i feel like just that kind of unified effort of like oh we're all in this together we're all like trying to fight this virus together yeah kind of builds community doesn't it yeah people have been really neighborly i saw this really funny tiktok of this guy and he's dressed up it's obviously it's a it's a bit that he's doing but he's dressed up kind of like a really shady kind of drug dealer and he's driving in his car and then this he gets up to this house and he looks like he's going to deliver something really sketchy and then he delivers like a pack of toilet roll to an elderly <laughs> lady's house that is that is a valuable commodity at the moment though, yeah i feel like <laughs> Um, that that was a that was a risky time for all of us. Well, I had a really interesting look introduction to lockdown. So kind of everyone else was kind of gradual, but my housemate had a temperature um, before it was national lockdown, and so we were isolating. Oh my so word! When we went into it, everything was normal, <laughs> and we came out like there was no pasta, like toilet roll was like worth like yeah. weight in gold, like. <laughs> and so it was a really it was a really weird time going into the shops for the first time and not seeing anything. Oh no, it's weird, and now. Now we're in a, a second lockdown and it feels like the shops are everything. People, have, people haven't really been stockpiling. I feel like they kind of learned their lesson. Yeah, I think people's reaction to this second lockdown has been a lot better yeah. in general. A bit, a bit safer. People aren't as panicked. I think we're a bit more used to it because people mm. are resilient, right? Like we're used to this kind of stuff. We're, yeah. we're used to sticking around and, and making the most of difficult situations. We're not as worried. I think also all the mm. stockpilers probably had it all. <laughs> still from the first yeah, time they're still, around they're still like, using up their stock so we mentioned earlier in the podcast well, how it's really important to practice positivity and mm. thankfulness what do you do to stay positive when we go through something like a lockdown what's what's really helpful stuff that you practice i think it's a thing of just like practicing it i think mm. like me and some of my mates tried doing this thing where we um made a little like i mean I don't know what to call it, like a thankfulness jar. I don't know what the right word is, but like we put something in every day that we were like thankful for or we message each other something just to like say, oh yeah, I'm actually thankful for this. And it could be something really small, like being able to get outside for a walk or it could be just the fact that we still had coffee in our house or whatever it was. Mm. Um, Or a nice conversation with someone that you hadn't chatted to in a while, like just little things like that. And then because we are thankful for those moments we just don't often take the time to like spot them or like reflect on them mm. and so building that habit was really helpful for for us and i think also just like 
chatting to people who inspire you right mm. and make you realize actually yeah we've got loads to be thankful for like we're in quite a fortunate situation mm. like i've got a roof over my head i've got nice family around me nice friends i haven't been hungry in a while like mm-hmm. i'm i'm pretty pretty fortunate person yeah so to to think about those things rather than thinking of all the doom and gloom like there's enough stuff to be upset about in the world there always, is definitely always. always enough stuff to be upset about and so we can choose can't we to be focused on those things or we can choose just to be thankful even for the littlest thing i think there's no one in the world that can't find something to be thankful for yeah absolutely i think also when you're in these situations like it's helpful to ground yourself because some of these like mm. especially when it's global pandemic or these like yeah. global issues that are, like seem so big and we seem so small it can be really difficult and overwhelming to try and think of anything that's like is there any hope but i think just like grounding it in like the everyday mm. life that we see around us is, is really helpful as well yeah totally well david thanks so much for joining us it's been great hearing from you hopefully we'll get you back for another episode we um appreciate your deep radio voice smooth <laughs> smooth um thank you it's been great i've enjoyed it hopefully I'll, I'll be back again brilliant i i sometimes feel like being positive can be quite difficult and being mm-hmm. in that mindset can be quite difficult so is there like what is like a good way of training our brains to be more positive yeah so i mean we've already established that Positivity and thankfulness is incredibly good for you. And um, yeah, you're right. It's sometimes just difficult. And I think it becomes difficult when we think of things that we are thankful for that we have. So it's like, I'm annoyed about something. And so if I try to think of things that I'm thankful for in the sense of like, I'm thankful for my my house. I'm thankful for having food. Like that kind of gets annoying and like difficult to do. But there's this one practice that I really like that's really useful in just getting us to sit in a place of gratitude and peace. And it feels a little bit silly, but it's super effective and you can literally do it anytime. So it revolves around eating something or drinking something. Brilliant. That's a good start. I know. Right. So we've got, we've got cups of coffee here. So let's do it. Let's do it with a cup of coffee. And basically all we're doing is we are thinking of every step that was involved in that coffee Mm. to reach our hands or our mouths and we just express gratitude for every step so the first step let's take a sip of coffee and we just appreciate just the taste just be thankful for the taste of this coffee a really nice um comforting comforting energizing cup of coffee yeah so the first thing we can be thankful for is we can be thankful for the earth that produced the plants that produced these coffee beans. So you can just take a moment, just in your in a peaceful state of mind, just express gratitude to the earth and the plant, even though it's an inanimate thing. And then next up was a farmer who took the time to plant it and took the time to harvest it. So we can say, I'm so thankful for the farmer that harvested it. And then I'm so thankful for the roaster. And then I'm so thankful that there was a person that was able to orchestrate the business side of it to bring that coffee from the farmer to me. So I'm really thankful for the packaging and I'm thankful for the truck drivers who drove that packet of coffee to mm. me. And I'm thankful for the for the guy who invented the truck that 
the guy was able to drive. So you can keep on going. I'm thankful for whoever made the pot of coffee in the office this morning. Mm. And I'm, and you just go step by step and you take your time, you just relax and it can almost be kind of like a game to see how many steps of thankfulness you can mm. include. So have a cup of tea in the evening, just put your phone away while you're having the cup of tea and just think every step that you can be thankful for in having this cup of tea or this biscuit or this Harry bow. Mm. And if you just do that, it doesn't take long, doesn't take much. It has completely changes your outlook because it forces you to just be present and it forces you to be thankful and just express gratitude. And even just thinking about doing it kind of feels like it's putting me in a more positive state of yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I guess part of it is thinking about the effort it takes to go, the effort that goes into like a biscuit or, the, or a, a cup of coffee, right? Mm. And thinking that actually there are so many people putting so much effort into making it possible for me to have a cup of coffee right? Mm-hmm. and yeah what yeah let's be thankful for those people and that stuff and yeah bring bring up our, that positive mood and and I'm, I'm a big believer in practice makes not perfect i don't want to say practice makes perfect because i don't believe in perfect <laughs> but practice makes good practice makes good I like that. <laughs> but that makes it sound a bit mediocre. And it also makes it easier. Practice makes it easier. Yeah, pra- like if you want to be good at something or if you want to be able to do something, you just have to practice it. The, exactly. the more you do it, no matter what it is, whether it is mm-hmm. like riding a bike or drawing or whether it is being positive. Yeah. If you if you want to be more positive, you, you've got to practice being more positive. And this is mm-hmm. seems like a great way of being able to do that is going through the steps of where your food or, or drinks have come from and yeah. being thankful for that stuff. Brilliant. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And we will see, see you next, next time. Week. Next oh, week. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly were in sync. That was sad. <laughs>